Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Touch of Gloves. I'm Jace. I'm Jed. And in this episode, we are going to run through uh, the crazy card of UFC 252. And like we spoke last week, we're going to go through um, a bit of John Jones's career and just have a bit of a discussion around that. So um, without further ado, let's just uh, run through the card, Jed. Yeah, jump straight in. Hmm. Yeah, it was um, it was okay. There was a, like it didn't. We didn't do well. Messed <laughs> <laughs> no, off no, by saying no, that. We no, uh, yeah, we were quite wrong on a few things in this card. <laughs> quite wrong on a few things. Yeah, quite wrong on pretty much everything. <laughs> uh, out of all of our picks, I think I had two right and you had one. So it's two one. Yeah, how shocking wow. is that? That's. <laughs> That's awful. poor performance, isn't it? But um, right. yeah, the first first uh, one we predicted, uh, Jim Miller versus Vink Pichel. Yeah. Mm. Uh, which, when the fight started, I thought was a good call because I didn't realise that um, Vince was older than Jim Miller. It's very off. It's very rare that Jim's the younger man nowadays. Yeah. Um, and Jim was looking good in the first round. I thought he won the first round. Uh, and then after that, um, the guy, uh, Pinchel just had, he just was so much stronger and it just became apparent. So even when it went to the ground, which is what I thought Jim Miller would, be, where it would want it to be, uh, it didn't help. The guy was just stifling, was just tiring him out, was all over him. Uh, and yeah, our accumulator bet was, uh, was dead before was we even got to the main well, That was it. Yeah. Long, like short lived, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah. And. But um, yeah, it's a shame him for uh, for Jim Miller. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, he'll still stick around. Himself. Yeah, he'll still, still stick around. Exactly. Yeah, he didn't embarrass himself at all. He's still a name. He's still an entertaining fights. Um, but yeah, it's just a shame that yeah he lost. I yeah, thought that was one yeah. he, he might steal. Mm. And then the the first fight of the uh, the main card. So we had uh, John Dodson versus Marab Valishvili. Yeah, that was a bit of a frustrating one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Dodson, for a while, it seemed quite gun-shy. Like, he just doesn't pull the trigger. Like, you can see him overthinking every decision. Like, he's in front of the guy, and he's just not jabbing. He's not doing what you can kind of feel he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, he just didn't. Just didn't, not, no, not just getting that rhythm down, was he? No, I mean, all. just not fighting a fight he wants to fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See that a lot. Quite quite a lot. That's how you defeat a guy. Is just don't fight the fight that makes them feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it was yeah, it was a shame. And it wasn't a great performance so, by uh, yeah, Alex exactly. Bay, yeah. I was gonna say not to take away because mm. um, he did well uh, and he's primarily a wrestler, but he kind of kept it on the feet. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, screaming a lot of screaming, <laughs> just shouting at each other. Yeah, for a that fight that wasn't. Way that hyped but they yeah. were certainly hyped about something mm. uh yeah it was fine uh it's not a fight that you'd ever you know show anyone to try you know get some new fans but um oh yeah no doubt yeah it was it was fine i didn't begrudge it yeah and then the the fight after so we had herbert burns versus uh daniel Pineda, uh which surprisingly was like yeah kind of almost not the highlight of the night but i just had I just thought this was going to be an absolute walk. Well, yeah, we thought it was a like a an easy fight for Herbert Burns, really. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he came thought. in overweight. He failed to make weight, so he exactly, yeah, over and just got 
battered. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, mm. absolutely worked. Um, and yeah, fair play, man. Fair play to Pineda. Like, looked good, looked mean, looked like he went in there with something to prove, uh, and he proved it. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, impressive performance. Great. Um, much, yeah. Definitely earned his, his place back in the UFC. Um, yeah, Burns, maybe it was a case of just not being able to get up for that fight. Maybe that's where he came in overweight, just wasn't really feeling it, didn't have the the discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully that's something that he now regrets. And exactly, learns from and kind of gets his yeah. focus back and dedicates himself. Um, but yeah, he didn't really offer much in that in that fight at all. No, definitely not. No, yeah, Daniel kind of took, took him for a ride, basically. Yeah, he's... Uh, it's good, yeah. Like you say, he's kind of he hasn't been in the UFC for what was it six years? Yeah, that's <laughs> mad. Yeah. Six years off, you come back and yeah, you uh, you were the underdog and you you win. That's just that's a cool story. I like that. Yeah, man. Good to see what he does next or who he fights next. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. I imagine they'll probably give him someone unranked or yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. But still, like I said, he's earned his spot, um, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him again because he he impressed me. He impressed me a lot. Me too. Uh, yeah. Is it the co-main next? No, no, no. It's the first heavyweight fight. Oh, of course it is. That's the card. Yes. Yeah. JDS, JDS versus oh, Rosenstreich. Yeah. Yes. He was looking good though, wasn't he? Yeah. It's weird. Like mm. he all. This seems to be the story of almost all his fights, where you're like, he's looking all right. He's looking like he's back to being JDS. I think. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's always he's, in it. He's yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think it might be a case that his chin is gone because. If you think back to you know the 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 trilogy with with Cain Velasquez, the mm-hmm. the punishment that he used to be able to withstand was inhuman, whereas now it seems he gets clipped and he's gone. Exactly. Um, yeah, he was. So yeah. it's one of those things where we say we seem to be saying this a lot recently, but he now looks like one of those fighters who's going to be a name that they give to the young hungry guy to beat the former champions, to propel them into the spotlight or further up the rankings. Um, there will be times, I'm sure, where he upsets the the young guns because yeah, he, he's still crisp. He's got some good boxing and he's he's got some power. Um, but I don't think his power is quite what it was and his chin certainly isn't. Uh, and that's another one that we were wrong about. Yeah, not, not, not a division oh, no, you want to no. be like... Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt you there. I said that's no, we were correct. Right. No, that's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the only one. Yeah, that's the yeah. only win you got, Jace. Yeah, it's the only one I got right. How mad is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, no, I did say Rosenstreich just because um, obviously his previous fight with Naganu didn't go long enough for us to have a, a reason to believe he couldn't win this fight. And his previous fight before that, he looked good. So uh, you certainly got the power. Um, exactly, yeah. yeah. So. It's good oh, to see. Oh, yeah. It's interested to see what he does next, to be honest. Exactly. Well, he's kind of, I mean, he, he alluded to himself in his, his post-fight chat with, with Joe, um, where he was kind of like, Francis is next. Like, Ngannou's getting the title shot. Yeah. Then we'll see where I am after. Exactly, so, yeah. I don't know if that was him saying he's going to wait or uh, Maybe he's going to fight Derek Lewis, and then the winner gets the winner of, of Stipe in Ganu. Um, who knows? But I, I was happy to see that he didn't try to jump the queue. 
Like he is aware of who's next in line. He's just mm-hmm. happy to get a win. Um, and yeah, with that division being as, as thin as it is, he is probably like a win away from a title shot. Definitely. Uh, I think that Daryl Lewis is a good champ. Yeah, I think that fight would be brilliant for him. Um, yeah. There's risky, no argument. Though. Risky. Yeah, very. But if, if he wins that, there's no argument that he deserves title shot after that. Mm-hmm. Um, if Naganu does have his fight against Ipe. Um, I mean, it's good. well. The only thing that could de actually, we'll we'll get into that later. I was gonna, I was going to say the only thing. That, oh no, I'll say it now. The only thing that could derail that is if John Jones fights Stipe for the title, which means then Ngannou's got to wait. Very that true. May, but, that yeah. may change some things. Yeah. Um, because John has alluded to it numerous times, and Dana has now said that it's kind of piqued his interest um, mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, which also would be very interesting for the division below, because I'm assuming he would vacate unless he wants to do what DC did and and yeah for the I, title I, I want to see John Jones uh, versus Reyes. So I hope that doesn't happen. Um, I hope he doesn't vacate that belt. But smart move for him if he does it. But yeah, I mean, it's a fight I want to see. I want to see him move up. Whether he keeps the belt or not, I don't mm. really care. I just want to see him fighting a heavyweight because the Reyes fight I'm not as interested in it as you as you are um the Jan Blackovitz fight I'm not interested in at all uh <laughs> yeah the vision for me is he's done with it um is is the it's the mighty mouse situation where he's been dominant for so long is now a case of like either just go away or move up um because yeah we've seen all you have to offer I mean, I'm saying that if an, if some fresh blood gets put into the division, then yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, but as it stands, I think we're going off on a on a tangent there. So as far as yeah, Rosenstrike, um, Derek Lewis, that's the fight I want to see. Winner takes on yeah, Ganu or John winner take on Miocic. Uh, then you can like Francis Ngannou and. Rosenstreich will have to just wait because they're not going to fight each other because we've just had it. No. Well, that, that's so why because obviously yeah, before we be... spoke about are they going to pull the trigger on Derek Lewis versus Ngannou too? Mm. I imagine if John Jones does get the title fight, that is almost confirmation that they are going to pull the trigger and do that because yeah. they're both names. They're both names. They can easily headline a, uh, a fight night card. Um, so it would probably be costly to sit on them. So no, they'll probably want to get them back in the cage. Um, and yeah, if John Jones goes up, that's that's the fight to make uh, for them, which unfortunately does mean Rosenstrike is then sat on the sidelines for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, Curtis Blades, maybe. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's that. not a name to forget. I mean, he's, he's up there ranked, so it's kind yeah, of... exactly. He's, he's not a Deserving. He won his last fight, so... Exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. Mm. Um... But yeah, it wasn't a, wasn't a bad fight. Gutted for JDS, but yeah, fair play to Rosenstrike. He he does look like a a beast, um, and it's just cool that there are a couple of killers in that division. Where on any given night, any one of them has the power to become champion of the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, then the next the next fight, which we wanted to, well, this is my most exciting fight. Where close to yeah, the one I the one I was most anticipating. I would say just for. Uh, Oh, I see. Sean O'Malley. So, yeah. I thought you were mm. saying it was the most exciting fight. You mean it no, was no, the no, most no. you were excited for? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, me so, too. Um, 
yeah, Sean O'Malley versus Marlon Vera had so many uh, questions to answer this, didn't it? Um, I think we it... didn't. Sorry, carry on. I was going to say we didn't get the answers to any of them, underweirdly. No. Well, so this is it, right? I've been watching. I've been watching it back on on YouTube and in various gifs on on Twitter and, and listening to you know uh, people who know far more about the sport and how the body works than me. Um, and there is quite a lot of opinion leaning towards that leg kicks did the damage to mm. shut down one of his nerves. And so if that's the case, it isn't that there are no answers were given, is that quite definitive answers were given, and that unfortunately Sugar Shaw might be very, very injury prone, especially that knee, which is the second time that his leg's given out. Well, yeah, uh, that's it. And yeah. Marlon Vera won the fight. And it wasn't oh, okay. like a gift. It wasn't that he got lucky. Yeah, he... from, from what I got from the fight, obviously it seemed like a self-sustained injury. But well, Yeah, so watching live, mm-hmm. me and you both thought that he fainted, fainted awkwardly, and his leg gave out or his ankle gave out. He tried to hide that, did it again, and then collapsed. And basically it was over before the, the elbow even landed. And Herb knew this. And so as soon as Marlon landed some strikes, Herb called it off because he, he yeah. already knew it was done as evidenced by the fact that Sugar Sean wasn't grabbing his face. He wasn't like, oh, where are these punches He's landed? concerned about his leg. He yeah, that's his it. leg. Yeah, a great, um, great, great, great stoppage by Herb. Um, at, like, watching it live, it did look early. You're like, what the... And then you can see the pain that Sean was in. He didn't protest it at all. He no. didn't get up. You know what I mean? You think Herb knew exactly what he was doing. He was protecting that fighter, so... Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's, it's frustrating, regardless. So, yeah, the only yeah. answer that we've possibly got is that he may be a Dominic Cruz type figure, where yeah. he's going to be injured every other fight, um, which would be a real shame because he is still clearly a talent. But I think me and you, especially, were expecting a bit of a war. We were like, we thought it might be, you know, they're both. Well, uh, Sugar Sean is a counter striker that we thought once it became a dogfight, it was really going to kick off. Uh, and it just never got a chance to to do so. Um, also, it made it slightly cringy that the hype machine kicked into full gear, um, and they were comparing him to like Lamar Jackson, wasn't Lamar it? Yeah. Jackson, who's like an elite. Well, he's the MVP of the NFL last season. Um, yeah, they were proper hyping him up. You could see all the tweets that they the UFC plastered all over the screen before fights yeah. and turn fights. Everyone was like, the sugar show, the sugar show. Like all these celebrities, everyone mm-hmm. fully bought in. Uh, I think a lot of people were expecting him to just smash out Cheeto Vera. And it looked like he was going to, uh, like the way he started that fight. Um, started so calm, collect. Yeah, yeah, looked good. And then the moment he, hadn't got the better of him at all. Uh, and then, yeah, we saw that awkward moment that we saw his foot and we were like, oh no. Um, and then you just think back to when it happened previously and he still managed to win the fight. Yeah. But yeah, this is a step up and that's, you're just not going to get, you can't, you can't fight Marlon Vera with one leg. No, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's just such a shame. I hope he does get the surgery he needs and he comes back and he's healthy, but it's just such a shame to have someone with so, so much talent to, mm-hmm. to be made of glass. You know what I mean? Like. Well, if that is the comparison you can't get with um, Lamar Miller, obviously Lamar Miller is uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, sorry, yeah, not the not the running back, the quarterback. Um, Yeah, he's uh, he's he's a tough guy. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you could probably stop that 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 comparison now, and I hope they do. 
It was just weird. It was just really weird. It was yeah. sort of like Stephen Smith from ESPN starts comparing him to all, all these elite players from other sports, yeah. but not actually explaining how those comparisons make any sense. Just yeah. just, just throwing out names. Just they're it young was, and yeah, they look very, good doing, very their, yeah, doing their thing. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it was a shame. I guess the only comparison you can say now is that they both choked. But... <laughs> oh, fuck you, guy. <laughs> um, i'm a ravens fan for for the people that don't know um yeah big big lamar jackson fan so i was more confused than most with the the comparison uh how long have you had that joke in your pocket well, it just came to me then <laughs> i forgot about lamar jackson lies stuff, so you didn't you didn't chomp it at the bit you'd be like cannot wait for this <laughs> oh god <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm going for him. I mean, he's 25, so he's not done. It's not like, oh, God, he, his career is over. Um, he'll heal up, um, and it may force a change in style because if he has got to protect those, you know, his leg especially, because as I said, that's the second time his, his legs failed him or given out. Sure it was the same leg, but yeah, it's... Uh... Oh, is it not? Okay. I don't know. No, I honestly don't know. So it'd be interesting to see if it was because it could be... Yeah. Um, a big weakness going forward. I just Which, hope it, yeah. he's not out for too long. And then the question becomes like, when he does come back, if he is still like the name, do they put him in with someone who's also dangerous, or do they take a step back and give him someone unranked who perhaps isn't as known as Marlon Vera in the UFC to rebuild him? Like, yeah, what would what, what would you do? Well, it is hard to tell how long he's going to be out and what the state of the band and weight division is going to be like when he comes back. True, so, true. do you give him like "Song You're Done" or something like that? Do you know what I mean that's um, yeah, really tough fight. But Although, well, well, that wasn't that in the division Dominic above. Cruz. I was going to say that. <laughs> I think that was division above. I think I think he's uh, a higher weight class. Who's that? Song You're Done. So I think when Marlon Vera fought him and he lost, uh, okay, yeah, I think that was in a different weight class. Um, but either way, yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> Dominic Cruz. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, see you, see you crumbles first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. On the ring walk, they both they just get down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it'd be interesting to see who they do give him. Um, it was an anticlimax, wasn't it? I think it was. Well, as you said, both it. of us, that was yeah. the fight we were most looking forward to because the main event, we were more nervous than we were excited. Mm-hmm. When it was the co-main, we were just very excited, expected a, a great fight, possible fight of the night. Um, and yeah, instead, first round, Meg gives out, done. Yeah, so unfortunate, but fair play to Vera. I'm not taking anything away from him. He, 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 uh, he put him away. Do you know what I mean? He yeah, saw he the did what he needed to do. He put him well, away. Especially if he is responsible for the damage. Yeah, exactly, yeah. We've seen like John Jones fight against, um, God, what's his name? Oh, my memory's uh John Jones really but that guy blew his knee out. Oh, Santos. Santos, that was it. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah obviously John Jones that didn't it saw saw that Santos was injured, um they had a damaged knee and just sat back and just Coast. didn't want to finish him. So yeah. yeah, exactly what you want. If you know the guy's injured and um is in so much pain, Vera just went in and, and finished it. It was good. Mm-hmm. And then we get uh, to the main event, the main event, uh, main event of the which evening. Yeah. was my other win. Um, 
But yeah, I, if this is the only one we disagreed on, wasn't it? Bit um, Steve Hay versus Daniel Cormier. And for the first two rounds, it looked like I was correct. <laughs> it's very similar to the first fight, funny enough. Um, DC comes out. Well, the first round, well, the definitely. First, yeah, the first the second round. round, he gets dropped, doesn't he? Was that the second? Well, either way, the first round, he looked. Yeah, it looked. He, looked he, good. He got dropped. Oh, he did get dropped later in the, later the round, didn't he? And he in the second round, yeah. It seemed like it was done because when when he when he got up, he uh, got mm. to the stool and he didn't know where he was. He said he was. Uh, yeah, he was. He said he was out, mm. wasn't he? he? Said he'd been that out. That was it. Yes, yeah, so it was the end of the second round, wasn't it? Yeah. But you look. You were looking good until then, and um, then the third round came and it was kind of, but a bit of steep a and then that eye poke. Do you know what I mean the eye? The irony. Yeah, the eye poke was really really bad, but I at the same time I don't. I'm not attributing that to Stipe's win. I'm not attributing Stipe's win to the eye poke. Like, no, yeah, no, no. that was unfortunate. Yeah. But I do genuinely think that Stipe, the the tide had turned at the end of yeah. two. The most frustrating uh, thing is what I said about Daniel Cormier is during that that second fight that they had is that Daniel Cormier just kept doing the same thing as much as it was working when it didn't work he didn't transition and that's exactly what he did in this fight he just didn't change what he was doing no I mean, well, he didn't he, he didn't shoot for a takedown take after the one. first round yeah that was it it just yeah. take him down like if you're if you've been poked in the eye and you can't see to, to know where your opponent is just take him down and grapple yeah. It was very odd. Like, yeah. so he said he was going to make adjustments, and he did in the sense of that he wasn't doing that kind of mummy walk where he has both of his hands out to try and nullify the jab. You yeah. could see him fighting the urge to do that, and it was almost like to fight that urge took so much of his brain power mm. that he then wasn't thinking about anything else. So well, his defense was like, his defense was garbage. It was abysmal. Yeah, the way he would just step back and wince. And like barely move his head off the center line. It was so easy to hit him. His his body defense was was not there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a defense of a. It wasn't the defense of a fighter at all. He was flinching at everything that Stipe would throw at him. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't calm, collected. It was just. Yeah. Didn't, it looked like he didn't really did not want to be hit. And uh, no. don't get me not... wrong. He still had his moments, mm-hmm. but I did score it four one. And I yeah. thought that yeah he'd lost pretty much ev- well, he'd lost everything after the first first round, and that's not to say he didn't trouble him at any point. He still was landing some nice things on the inside. He still had his moments, but it wasn't consistent enough, and he just was not going for that takedown like he promised he would. So he didn't give Stipe anything else to think about. That's it. He just yeah, Stipe was just comfortable that whole time. Mm-hmm. He took some. Beautiful shots, to be fair to him. Stipe's got a hell of a chin. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah. I just don't think Daniel was... He was just not strong enough. The way yeah. that Stipe was manhandling him in the, in the side of the cage, well, it was it, ridiculous. Yeah. Exactly. Pushed him up against the cage and just held him there. Yeah. Just held him. Mm-hmm. And it just, yeah, he was clearly the bigger man, um, clearly the stronger man, uh, and clearly the, the younger man, because they both looked old, I thought. Um, that you know that wasn't the steep a that we've seen previously um they both looked quite knackered really from the halfway point uh but steepy just had more um mm-hmm. and yeah it was obviously a sad way for for dc to go out especially if that if there's permanent eye damage that would be awful yeah i really hope not he's got like a scratch cornea or something yeah he's um but 
at the same time, like Stipe is the greatest heavyweight of all time, and DC still held his ground, went five rounds, troubled him, as I said, had his moments, mm-hmm. he was in the fight. He may be 41, but he's still hell for almost any other fighter in that division. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Absolute hell. Um, but I do think it is time to retire. Um, he's got, a, as I said, a kid on the way. He's a great commentator. He's not going to be gone from the sport. But yeah, he's had his time. Uh, and he is he is one of the greats. Is he the greatest of all time? No, not in either division, he thought. But is he... When it's come, you know, when you're talking about the truly elite fighters, yeah, he's in there. Yeah, a hundred percent, he's in there. I mean, he didn't yeah. start, he didn't start his professional career as in as in a fighter, his MMA career, until he was thirty years old. That's crazy. Isn't so he's it? done all that in eleven years. That's unbelievable. No mm-hmm. one's done. Literally, no one has done that. Like. The guy is an absolute elite talent. He's got heart for days. But yeah, just unfortunately, he wasn't able to adjust. Um, and it was his downfall. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I feel what what I see coming next is um, obviously for his post-fight interview, he was saying to Joe that he doesn't feel that he could fight anymore because all he wants to do is fight for titles. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously he's not going to have a steep a a fight again yeah. you can't yeah. see that coming so he's lost too exactly yeah if john jones does step up to fight stipe had john jones wins that fight um that might entice him back i just i don't know man like mm. i would be sad to see that happen because i think we all know how it goes it goes so to, worse exactly so to come <laughs> it back it goes worse yeah like to come back at say 42 this time mm-hmm. and then lose worse to his biggest enemy yeah like, come on, man! I just I think I just this, see it happening, though. I can yeah. see it. Just, uh, they may yeah. offer him like a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think that it's not like he's going to be out of work. He is a great commentator. He he works so much better with Joe than mm-hmm. Dominic Cruz does. I thought the commentary throughout the card was quite dry, quite awkward. Uh, Dominic Cruz don't and, like each other, right? They just disagree. Just it seems that there's yeah, always know, a yeah. passive aggressive bicker mm-hmm. in there. Whereas DC just has a just has a laugh, has a chat, lets it flow, uh, and it's just so much more enjoyable. Um, so yeah, like just you've, as I said, you are a legend. You are one of the greats. You've had an amazing career. Okay, it didn't end how you wanted it to, but I think if you keep trying to chase that perfect ending, things are only going to get worse. So Definitely. yeah, call it a day. As I said, you you held your own. You went five rounds with the greatest heavyweight of all time. Um, yeah, call it a day, do the smart thing, and just stick to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. no one to hold it against you. You got nothing else to fight for. You got nothing else to prove. And one thing I did like, which uh, I was pleased to see after our um, our conversation a few episodes ago, uh, there was um, a celebrity who tweeted out. Um, Michael Rappaport is this actor who's in like True Romance and Copland and a few other things, but he's a big fight fan. But anyway, he t- he tweeted out, "How could you call um, DC one of the greatest when he's got so many losses?" And I was quite pleased to see a number of fans jump to DC's defense and say, "Well, he's got three losses, and two of them are against the greatest heavyweight of all time, and yeah. one of them is against the greatest fighter of all time." So mm-hmm. I don't really think that you should be commenting that he's 
yeah, like I was glad because before we were saying that MMA fans were going slightly towards boxing, where if you have more than one loss, you're a bum. But I was yeah, that's pleased it, yeah. to see they kind of proved us wrong there, jumped to DC's defense. Uh, and yeah, no, people are, we're all in agreement that, yeah, he might not be the best, but he's one of them. He's definitely a future Hall of Famer. He's definitely had an absolutely stellar career. Uh, well, like that, yeah. And it's, yeah, he is a he is an all time great. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Like um Yeah. It's good transition actually from saying about Daniel Cormier's losses and the people that he's fought and his his resume and his career. Going on to the uh the John Stones Jones discussion. Jones, yeah. yeah. Well the reason like I wanted to uh, to bring this up is because uh once again Twitter. Uh, I was on Twitter and I saw um, someone had posted um, an idea for the UFC where when they talk about fighters' records, they should have uh, the draws, the losses, and then next to the wins, they should have in brackets the number of actually good fighters they've beaten. Obviously, it's so, just a, it's a little so joke. subjective, but yeah. Yeah, of course. It was, it was just a joke. Mm. Um, but then I responded, I, I kind of love this idea. Um, going by that metric, who has the best record in the UFC? Got to be John Jones or, or GSP. Um, mm-hmm. And soon as this was posted, the amount of people that just came out of the woodwork with this revisionist history kind of bullshit, just saying how so much of John Jones' career, so many of his wins come down to timing and how he only beat these people because they were past it. And I was just like, yeah, is yeah that... you said it, you said it to me and I was like, what? I never considered this at all. I've always thought that no. the people that he has fought were always at top of their, on top of their game. Mm-hmm. And so what I've done and what we're going to do is I've not done too much research in the sense of like, I've not, I've not rewatched every one of the fights um i've watched a few like one or two but yeah i've not rewatched all of them i've not gone on like some huge deep dive instead i've just loaded up wikipedia here i've got his record and we're just going to pretty much go through his ufc career and just have a look at where the fighters were when he fought them and what they went on to do after and kind of see basically are those people on twitter right or wrong like were those people washed up or was John James beating legitimate greats? Um, so yeah, to start off, obviously we're not going to go through his career p- um, pre UFC because that you know we're not going to know any of those guys. Uh, so he got into the UFC in two thousand eight, um, beat a guy who was barely in the UFC, didn't stick around too long after. It mm. was a win that he was expected to to pull off, but this is his seventh professional fight. He's a prospect like, yeah, okay, this says nothing. His next fight already, just his, his second fight in the UFC, um, was against Stefan Bonner. Now, no one's going to be calling Stefan Bonner an all-time great, but Stefan had been in there That's with a, legit it's fighters. It's a great challenge for his yeah, second exactly, fight. Yeah. Exactly. Your you're uh, eighth professional fight, um, the guy's been in there. The guy's been around. He knows his way around the octagon. He's got skills. He's tough as nails. Uh, and John Jones just beat the crap out of him. He wasn't able to finish him, but he just beat him from pillar to post mm-hmm. for three rounds, just dropped him on his head, was landing elbows, kicks, punches, just showed his full arsenal. Uh, and yeah, 
Like, as I said, no one's going to be saying this is an all-time great win. It's not. But Stefan Bonner was a tough son of a bitch who'd been in there with a number of decent people. His next fight was at UFC 100 against Jake O'Brien. Once again, no one's going to be holding this up as one of the greats. Uh, but he did what he needed to do, and he submitted him with a guillotine choke inside two rounds. Then mm-hmm. we go on to his one and only loss, the 10th fight. Which is controversial, really. Exactly. Against mm. okay, Matt Hamill, where he was destroying him inside of one round, was waiting for the ref to to call it. He wasn't, so John just sort of took it in, a, in his own hands, really put him away, landed what he thought was going to be the elbow that was going to finish it and make the ref step in. It did, but just not in the way he hoped because it was an illegal downward elbow, and it was yeah he lost. It was a de- it was a decision uh, yeah disqualification. Yeah, 12-6, wasn't it? Yeah, but then it should have been stopped before that. It should have been stopped before that, and he was absolutely destroying Mm -hmm. it. Um, He bounces back with a win against Brandon Vera. Um, In a main event, he beats him in one round, takes him three minutes 20 to beat uh, Brandon Vera via TKO. Brandon Vera is the heavyweight champ of 1FC now. So it's not like this guy was a bum. He's still fighting. He's still at a high level. Okay, yeah, he's not world, world class. But the point is that a guy who is now a heavyweight champion in another organization, John Jones beat him in one round in his 11th <laughs> yeah. fight. Uh, if we jump ahead, we get to what is probably his first great win when he took on uh, Ryan Bader at uh, UFC 126. Yeah. Ryan Bader was undefeated at the time. <laughs> yeah like this was, was a that. it was um silver uh, silver and uh belfer so yeah no we'll go on to that anyway like i was just having a look but yeah beta beta was class mm-hmm. at that time. well i mean he is a dual champ in the bellator right now he's the heavyweight champ and the light heavyweight champ mm-hmm. like Ryan beta has got some legit wins uh and john jones cut through it man he beat him yeah two rounds once again another submission uh but yeah absolutely battered him i know a lot of people aren't high on ryan bader but i would hold this up as a great great win because ryan bader admittedly he lost to um to Leota Mashida and glover to but he's been in there with with decent people he's beat osp he's beat phil davis he's beat rashad evans he's beat noguera like as i said he is a he's a two division champ he's beat matt mitrione like yeah he is not one of the all-time greats no one's arguing that but this is a great win for a young guy you gotta remember john jones at this point was what 22 23 like He's a baby. Yeah. It's insane how he is just cutting through these guys who had a lot of experience and he's just making it look easy. Uh, so for me, that's his first great win. And no one could argue that Ryan Bader was washed up at this point. He was well, undefeated. Exactly. And it, you can see what that win did for John Jones. Well, exactly. It propelled him into his title shot Yeah, uh, against Shogun um i mean if anyone's this is what really pissed me off about that twitter comment saying that this was a matter of timing and that mm-hmm. shogun was a bum at this point and was washed up <laughs> Smart. just yeah. like 
Absolutely not. Like his Who just became champ. Exactly. Being, yeah. He absolutely killed Leota Machida. Mm-hmm. Um, after so they fought twice. Leota Machida he lost to the first time in what was quite a controversial decision. Uh, and then yeah, they ran it back because it was so controversial. They ran it back, uh, and this time Shogun did not leave it to the judges <laughs> and slept him inside yeah. one round. Uh, but I mean, Shogun had his his run in Pride is legendary. Like he is one of the great fighters. I mean, he murdered Rampage. He beat Nogueira. He TKO'd Alistair Overeem, Ricardo Arona, Kevin Randleman. He submitted um, multiple times. He actually fought Overeem and beat him. Uh, yeah. Knocked out Chuck Liddell. And then, as I said, Leo Mashida, who was a hard night at the office for anyone, just killed him. Mm-hmm. Up steps John Jones, 23 years old. And it just looked like just it was crazy it was insane we watched it back not long ago and uh yeah it's just like a boy trying to fight a man it was it was just the most craziest performance mm-hmm. against the champ yeah and he, he was definitely not washed up you know what I mean? no well this is it this is what i was gonna this is what i was gonna go on to say so if we then look at what happened after the the john jones fight he then knocked out forrest griffin in his next fight mm-hmm. then he had the absolute war with dan henderson where he was coming back uh, in the final two rounds, but he did lose a unanimous decision. Then he beat Brandon Vera. Um, and if we look at where he is now, not to say yet, he definitely had some losses. He lost to OSP. He lost to Dan Henderson again. Uh, he lost to Gustafsson. So yeah, he's had losses. But yeah. if, we, if we look at where he is now, he's only lost once since 2015. So he's got one loss in the last five years. Now, he's beat Noguera mm. twice. He's had a draw with Paul Craig. He's beat uh, Gian Vellante, and he's beat Corey Anderson. Like, none of those, okay, none of them are world beaters. But the point I'm making is, this is a guy who, how many years later is this? This is nine years later. Oh, exactly, he's still yeah. He's in still... The UFC and is mm-hmm. still going on win streaks. Like, he's still ranked. So to say that he was washed up then, what does that say about the people he's beaten now? Like, no, he, yeah, he's not who he was. He's mm. not who he was. But at the time John Jones fought him, there was probably no one better in the division other than John Jones. So it's not a matter of timing. Like, John Jones fought the best available opposition yeah. and murdered them. So, yeah, crazy. Next, we have uh, Rampage Jackson. Uh, one you could probably make an argument for. This is, but... I agree with you. I, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. You could argue that Rampage got the title shot because um, his film career was starting to take off. He, he was in the yeah. A-team. But he was a former champ. Like, yeah. he wasn't a bum. He had a fairly decent run in Pride. Uh, he's he's won fights well, against beat Chuck Liddell, didn't he? Dan yeah, Henderson absolutely mm. destroyed him. Beat Dan Henderson exactly, um, and then yeah, lost his title to to Forrest Griffin. Came back, KO'd Wanderle Silva, uh, fought Keith Jardine, who was a tough son of a bitch. Um, yeah, as I said, beat Leo Machida, beat Matt Hamill, the one guy to beat John James. <laughs> 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 uh, and yeah, that two fight win streak is then what got him the the title shot. 
Um, but he had absolutely no answer for John Jones and was submitted uh, in in the fourth round. Um, but I agree with you, Jace. If you then go on to look at what he did after, mm-hmm. lost to Ryan Bader, lost to Glover Teixeira, left the UFC, beat, went on a five-fight win streak. Um, three of it, so yeah, had a, went on a five-fight win streak, three of which were in Bellator. Then he bizarrely came back to the UFC for a fight against Fabio Maldonado, a catchweight. Um, then it turned out his contract actually wasn't expired, so he had to go back to Bellator. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, it's just kind of looked worse and worse. Um, lost to Chelsea Sonnen, lost to Fedor, which was crazy, uh, and then, yeah, yeah. on the lay again. Uh, but of all of the people that we're talking about that were holding in high regard that were former champs, I'd say, yeah, Rampage is probably the the worst of the, of the bunch. Um, but it doesn't really matter because the point we're making is he was a former champion. And when he fought, when John Jones fought him, he was dangerous. Yeah, that's it. That, that's the point. Yeah, it's not that he was washed up and then he fought him. Exactly. No, he fought him at probably the height of his career, and then he didn't go on to do the best after. Mm-hmm. Well, this so, is what happens with so many of these guys, where they fight John Jones, and they go, oh, at no point am I ever going to be the best in the world again. <laughs> yeah. Career starts to take a slide. Yeah, a couple uh, of fights um, after, yeah. Two, yeah, they're, they're often different uh, organizations, yeah. Exactly. Next, we have Liat Mashida, which uh, at the time I was a huge Mashida fan mm-hmm. uh, and this one was was sad a lot of people were thinking that Mashida's movement was going to give John Jones trouble uh and obviously there's that famous highlight of that not being the case where John pinned him up against the cage oh, it's just bloody stamps and yeah. and he just lets go of him then <laughs> he falls to the floor uh and just dies um but yeah before this I mean the guy is, I would argue that he is an all-timer. I mean, his second professional fight, the Yamashita fought Stefan Bonner and TKO'd him. His third professional fight, he fought Rich Franklin, who was a UFC, uh, a former UFC champ. Uh, he fought BJ Penn, and a bit bizarrely, <laughs> BJ Penn had, <laughs> had no right being in, in that weight class. Um, yeah, he beat Tito Ortiz, who beat Rashad Evans via KO, and I'm pretty sure Rashad Evans was undefeated at the time. Uh, beat Shogun, as I said, that one perhaps questionable, mm. uh, and then um, beat Randy Couture with the uh, the same crane kick that Silva beat Vitor with. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, uh, the point we're making here: when John Jones fought him, he was a uh, he was a monster. He was a very difficult fighter. His timing was unbelievable. His movement was difficult to predict. You were never sure when he was going to strike and when he was going to back off. Uh, no, unbelievable fighter. After he fought John Jones, he knocked out Ryan Bader. He beat Dan Henderson. He lost to Phil Davis, beat Mark Munoz, beat Gegard Mousasi, who very recently was a champ in Bellator and yeah. was a hell of a run in the UFC. Uh, Until, that- yeah. Got him a title shot against Chris Weidman, which admittedly he did lose, but he troubled him. Um, and then, yeah, after that, you could argue, after the Chris Weidman fight, he perhaps started to to go downhill. Um, but that was three years later. So once again, this question of timing, no. It, yeah, no, 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 it wasn't Absolutely timed. Absolutely not. 
No, exactly, yeah. You beat him, once again, at arguably the height of his career or near to it. He was certainly Mm -hmm. in his prime. uh, And John Jones just manhandled him, was never in trouble, and just made him look average. Uh, Yeah, exactly, yeah. Another former champion that he's beaten. Like, already, so how far are we? This is his 16th fight. And he's already beaten one, two, three former UFC champions and three other guys that would go on to be champs in other division. Uh, sorry, in other <laughs> yeah. organizations. Like how you could be saying that no, actually these uh, these wins have been overrated, and as time's gone on, it's kind of revealed the truth. Mm. Just now, foolishness. I think it's his best time in his career as well. I think 2011 is is the is the best time in yeah, John yeah, yeah. Jones. Mm-hmm. Big time, be like literally in 2011, he beat Ryan Bader, Shogun, Rampage, Leota Mashida. He didn't even fight four times. <laughs> like it's that's four times in one year. Yeah, he's four there. Absolutely um, insane. And t- and three of those yeah. were title fights. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Like how anyone could be to trying to diminish that is insane. You don't get to pick. You don't get the luxury of picking like you do in boxing when someone's no, all. You know what I mean? The UFC picked for you and said, this is your fight back in the day. Especially at this point in his career where he didn't have the power that he had. Yeah. Like, he wasn't really a, a draw. Like, people were saying, okay, this guy's great. But he wasn't like Anderson Silva level. Where people That's like, what I mean. That's what I was saying about Silva and, and Vitor Belfler headlines. Um, yeah, exactly. The, the fight against Ryan Bader. Mm-hmm. After that, John Jones headlined every card he was on. But... Yeah, until then, he, he, he wasn't there to be able to have the luxury of choosing who he gets to fight. No, not at all. And next, he fights Rashad Evans, another former UFC champion. Um, this one was personal, and I personally think the reason it went the distance is because John Jones wanted to, to drag it out. Um, they famously trained together, uh, yeah. and he got injured which is why John Jones stepped up to take the Shogun fight. Uh, and then it kind of, um, Rashad Evans always felt that he kind of stole his shine. This is another fight where when he fought him, I'd say Rashad was close to the top of his game. He had mm-hmm. one loss, and that was to Leo Mishida. Coming off that loss, he beat Thiago Silva, he beat Rampage Jackson, he beat Tito Ortiz, and he beat Phil Davis, who was a very good wrestler. So he was on a, you know, on a four-fight win streak. And then, yeah, John Jones just completely shut him down. Um, but I will acknowledge after that, his next, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight fights, he won <laughs> yeah. two of them. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you could argue that that is just the effect that john jones has on someone's career when he beats them so definitively that they just break and know i'm legitimately never going to be seen as the greatest fighter in this division i there's nothing i can do it's like when people fight habib now they yeah, just yeah, yeah. They just break and go yeah. oh i have no answers for this i do not know what to do uh and yeah that happened to rashad definitely because he had a, a steep Steep drop off after well, exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah, it looked like he was coming back. Obviously, because he fought um, Dan Henderson, won that, and then beat Charles Sonnen, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. that was the last last win he had. Yeah, exactly. Twenty thirteen. So. Yeah, man. Uh, and after this, we have another former champion, Jesus Christ. So, like, just in terms of back to back to back former champs, champions. Yeah. This is insane. Vitor Belfort, um, 
was I'm pretty sure this was the TRT era. Uh, yeah, that's so, what I was gonna say. TRT V toys. Exactly. So like yeah, proper Something dangerous. else, yeah. Um I, I just there's no way you can argue that this guy's not a great. I mean, especially when he's got substances in him. Um yeah, <laughs> yeah, his career was patchy in the sense of he had losses. Like he wasn't when he fought John Jones, he was twenty one and ten. So he had nowhere near a flawless record. But he's still this, just such a scary guy. Yeah. He, I mean, like a year before, like say the Silver versus Belfort, he was headlining and yeah. fighting the greatest fighters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, big time. Um, but yeah, beforehand, he beat Rumble uh, via submission, um, and he beat Akiyama. Uh, he'd lost Anderson Silva, as Jay said, via that vile front kick. Uh, oh, man, Rich yeah. Franklin, you know, he has some legit names on his resume before this. And mm-hmm. then after the John Jones loss, he looks absolutely phenomenal. So to say that once again, this was a position, uh, sorry, yeah. this was a case of timing. Well, really? Because he absolutely destroyed Michael Bisbin, Luke Rockhold and Dan Henderson all via head kick in his next three fights. It's <laughs> crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Like, no, he was still a monster. As I said, TRT Vitor was dangerous for anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, what didn't he change division? He did, yeah. He went down. He went That's down. To yeah. So you were on. You are, you're in that division. You have a. a th- well, you're in that division. You have a three fight win streak. Well, you, he, after the John Jones, he went down. Went down, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, he just knew there was nothing he could do. And in that, this is a fight, and this is one of your favorite John Jones fights because it shows John Jones's heart. Because Vitor locks in. Oh my God, that's such done. a tight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Any bar. other fighter, mm-hmm. that armbar, that's done. You can see the torque on it. Like Vitor's upside down, just hanging off his arm. It is that's locked it. in. And he asked, he asked John after the fight, and he was like, "Why? Why didn't you tap?" And he just, John said, like, "I, I yeah. couldn't. I just, I couldn't. I could not tap. It's just not in him. Um, he has that picked him up. Yeah. competitor's heart. Yeah, picked him up, dropped him on his head repeatedly until he was able to." To, uh, to pull his arm free, basically fought the next two rounds or the next round with one arm, get, bought himself some time, recovered, and then submitted Vitor himself. Mm-hmm. Right. Unbelievable. Uh, his next fight, once again, I will concede, I never really held Chael Sonnen in too high a regard. Uh, but this I was think, the TRT, Chael Sonnen. <laughs> yeah, and it, you know most of his reputation is built around um, the first Anderson Silva fight yeah, uh, where he was, yeah, he was definitely on some substances, um, but mainly he got into big fights because of his ability as a trash talker rather than um, his in-ring ability, which is not to say he was bad, like he was a good wrestler, he was crafty, he knew how mm-hmm. to use the skills he had, uh, but the guy was very clearly a middleweight um, and had no business being in there with John Jones uh, yeah, exactly. and John kind of i think it irritated him that they they were trying to position that or promote that as a as a a dangerous fight for him so he went out wrestled chel sonnen to prove a point battered him and got the finish inside the the first round, first round yeah that's uh, it. yeah so he's, remember... not, he's not out here you know i mean struggling against these guys even if they are if you say they're washed up he's not struggling he's destroying them well that's it yeah exactly um and then we get to now we're at a point where John Jones is so dominant. He is beaten, as we said, an absolute murderer's row 
many of whom, fuck what anyone else says, many of whom were at the top of their game or close to mm-hmm. uh, and were dangerous for any other fighters in the division would be arguably pick and fights. If you were to match them up against each other, would arguably pick and fights. Well, but that's it. This, this wasn't John Jones picking now. This is whoever's next. Exactly. Yeah. Whoever is worthy is fighting me next. Right. There's not then anyone here. To the point where he's now, John is, he is aware of his superiority. So when they announced that it's going to be Alexander Gustafsson for his next fight, mm-hmm. he's like, who? Okay, sure, bring it yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't take him seriously at all. Yeah, partying nonstop, not really taking his training seriously. Uh, I think this may have even been the fight where before the main event, which obviously was him, he was in the crowd watching fights. Uh, like he yeah. was just not concerned. Mm-hmm. at all um but gas had beaten some decent guys uh he beat shogun he beat matt hamill he beat james Tahuna. uh his only loss was to to phil davis via submission as i said previously he was a, a crafty wrestler um and he gave john jones absolute hell yeah it was the toughest fight of his career mm-hmm. today absolutely like- like, we, yeah it was so close and well, such when, a great fight well it's one of the great um one of the great light heavyweight title fights if not one of the great title fights of all time mm-hmm. uh we had it even going into the fifth i believe so that's how close it was yeah uh john jones just bit down his mouthpiece um and just had more tools um or more weapons in the arsenal that's uh, it yeah but there's no way you could argue that gus was a hype job and he's certainly not past his prime like no he was you know one loss he was in his prime um and i mean after that he, he ko jimmy manawa uh and then two fights later was in one of the other great uh light heavyweight title fights against daniel cormier which was <laughs> yeah. a split decision so one of the judges gave it to gus mm-hmm. um yeah, no, there's no way you could argue that he's not great. I mean, after the Daniel Cormier fight, he beat Jan Blakovic, who is now a guy that people say may be in line for a title shot against John James. So there's no way you could say that's a, an easy win. And he yep. KO'd Glover Teixeira, who's on a four-fight win streak now. So, yeah. There you go, yeah. I, I mean, at, we've, at this point, we've said what? Of all the people that he's fought since Ryan Bader, which was in 2011... Everyone he's fought, we've said two of them maybe were perhaps overstated. Like Rampage, yeah, maybe not an all-timer, and Chell was a middleweight. But it, yeah, but it wasn't he fought him when he was on the town. So, I mean, no, exactly. Rampage was probably, yeah. Yeah, Rampage it, was still near his, his prime. Mm-hmm. Perhaps maybe just the tiny that passed it, but it doesn't matter. He's still a former champion, still got crazy power. Like, he was dangerous. Um and yeah, the fact that John Jones just make, makes it all look easy and the only fight yeah. at this point in his career, other than that time where he gets caught by Vitor, the only time where something's looked difficult is because he completely underestimated Gustafsson. 100%. And that was proven by the mm-hmm. fact that when they fought again, John Jones destroyed him. Yeah, that's it. When he, when he was prepared, what, 2018? Yeah. Then, uh, yeah, completely exactly. different story, that. Uh, and after gas, we got Glover, who, as I said, clearly not washed up because he's on a four-fight win streak now. So he's yeah, exactly, yeah, a legit threat in the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, then probably is 
probably his best win in terms of like the quality of opponent. Jones then fought his biggest rival, Daniel Cormier, for the first time. Um, a lot of people thought that DC, who for a long, long time had been a heavyweight, they thought his wrestling was going to be too strong and he was going to take Jones down and keep him there. And that just wasn't the case at all. No, exactly. Yeah. Like, you cannot call Daniel Cormier. Do you know what I mean? Washed up at this point. No. He just gave the greatest heavyweight of all time a, a war. Exactly, yeah. Um, like, and what DC's done before. after this as well. That's what I mean. Exactly. I mean, this is, this is peak DC. Oh, 100%. This is mm. peak. I mean, he's undefeated at this point. Yeah. Going in, yeah, 2015, going into this fight, this was the one where people went, okay, this could be the guy. And John, maybe he didn't, he didn't take, this is the other thing, right? So we were used to John Jones taking people out, taking legends out. And then suddenly he has a close fight against Gustafsson, who a lot of people thought he was going to beat. He has a five round decision against Glover, who once again, a lot of people are thinking he should just, destroy and then he has a five round fight against daniel cormier so yeah. it's not that he is getting worse it's just that he's, his heart's well no okay well, yeah, i'd say it's more guys. the opponents are figuring them out yeah exactly you know I mean? there's the now so much film. that's a really good point yeah currently mm. oh, that's a really good point yeah so the, the, the opponents are obviously all like so at the point from where John Jones beats Chow Sun, and I would say he has been the kind of the challenger. So these guys have had their careers; they've been like previous title holders, apart from Chow Sun. Um, they're the ones to beat. Whereas now John Jones is in this point of his career after the Gustafsson, the Globetix era, where he is the guy to beat. They are all focused on him. Exactly. There's so much all... tape out there. There's yeah, so exactly, much stuff yeah. to watch and review and, and study. They're probably all they're thinking is getting that title and beating John Jones and just studying and studying. So they're coming prepared a lot more than what his previous opponents were doing and fighting their way. They now have to fight to beat John Jones. And that's that's where I've now seen the difference between his fights. Whereas John Jones would usually beat you at your own game. Yeah. Where he's now having to beat the opponent that's in front of him. So he's Mm -hmm. having to adapt. And it just takes a bit longer. That I see that's where where he is. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So yeah, in my opinion, his best win, Daniel Cormier. There's no way you can argue that's not a superb win. Um, then we now get into the, the the controversy where John just goes off the rails. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, arguably beforehand with the with the post fight press. Uh, sorry, the the yeah the pre fight. Um, fight the press conference where they had a brawl. Uh, he was already like losing it a little bit. And then after this, there's the the hit and run, and he's stripped of his title and he's out for a little while. Um, he's out for over a year, in fact. Comes back, decisions uh, over St. Prue, who, yeah, I think a lot of people were expecting him to to just walk through. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this isn't his greatest win of all time, is yeah, it? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. But no one's mm. holding it up as an all-time great win. But OSP, OSP was still dangerous, uh, and John had been out for over a year, was hesitant, was kind of, you know, working off some ring rust. Um, 
But yeah, he didn't do himself any favours because his next fight was the rematch against Daniel Cormier uh, to take back his light heavyweight championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and he stops him with a blinder of a, a head kick after working the body uh, and moving DC's hands down. Uh, gets the finish in round three, only to then bloody test positive uh, and have it. Or micrograms, whatever they called it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Which was uh, a real shame. Um, then he's adamant that he's got his shit together, comes back, um, and then I think this is now the run where people get, where the you know, people turned on him. The fan base turned. This is when you, you started to get these contrarians coming out with this revisionist history because he comes back, he beats Gustafsson easily when everyone was obviously rooting Gus because of how the first fight went, because of just how likable Gus was, because of the villain that John Jones had become. So everyone's pissed off at that. Uh, And then his next three fights are, weirdly, the ones that people, two of them people say are close. For me, these are three of his worst wins because Anthony Smith, I definitely would not hold up as a great fighter. Mm -hmm. Um, And... He just coasted. Tiago Santos, um, he, Tiago, as you said earlier, he blew his knee. And John Jones just still didn't feel the need to do enough to take him out of there. Yeah, that's the strangest win of his career. Mm-hmm. So I just, we, we were watching that like, what is going on? We all know he's injured. He looks injured. He's hobbling. He's back against, back against a cage. You could finish this easily. And he hasn't, apart from the Gustafsson knockout, he, he's been in a lot of decisions. And I was thinking, yeah, very strange. And he, he won that by split, I believe. It was, yeah. It was a yeah, split, which so, is yeah. mental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like, oh, I get it. He's won four rounds and he's just going to see it out. No, no. Like, that was close. Yeah. Mm. But like I said, at this point, John, I, it's, it's hard to get up for these guys because who are these guys? Well, obviously, we know them. Like, we know Anthony Smith is. We know Dominic Reyes is. But when, especially the Dominic Reyes fight, for me, this is the most overhyped guy that John Jones has fought. And I'm probably going to piss a lot of people off by saying <laughs> this, but he was coming in undefeated, right? But his record beforehand was, I mean, the win before John Jones was against Chris Weidman, who's a middleweight and was getting KO'd by middleweights. Yeah. So this knockout over Chris Weidman means absolutely nothing. His well, fight there was no one that, going into this fight thinking that, Dominic Reyes was the guy to beat John Jones though. No, but this is my point. Because everyone's turned on him, the fact that a guy whose best win is Chris Weidman and the fight before that was Volkan Ozdemir in a fight that I thought he clearly lost, so really shouldn't be undefeated at all, because John went the distance with him, and as I said, in my opinion, is one of his worst wins because who this guy's not necessarily a hype job, he held his own, but Jones didn't walk through him, so the fact that Dominic Reyes was in the fight, people go, no, he, he should have won it. He should have won it. No, he shouldn't have. At no point did it look like he won it to me. We did the same thing with Santos, but we were so like, why is John not taking him out? How is Santos still in this with one leg? That that yeah, becomes yeah. in your mind, he's winning. No, he's not. <laughs> Watch the Santos I mean, We fight disagree back. on the Dominic Reyes fight. We do, we do disagree on the Dominic Reyes I, fight. I've watched it we back watched and I the still Santos feel that back. there's an argument there. I do feel that Dominic Reyes... If I was a judge, I'd, I, he, he, he's, he's won that fight on my card. Am I angry at the fact that he lost? No, because it's so close. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 
this is a point, like you're saying, that John Jones needs to be walking through these guys. Yeah, but because he coasts, people get annoyed because they know mm. how good he is because they see the quality of opposition that he has taken out easily. That it then flips, whereas, well, you you lost then. Whereas, yeah, well, the, is, the, the toughest yeah. thing is he's now fighting guys that got nothing to lose, mm-hmm. which is dangerous. Yeah, man. Do you know what I mean? Like that's so much harder, I'd imagine, than predicting what previous like previous champs are doing they're fighting to carry on to build a legacy whereas these guys literally have nothing to lose they lose to john jones everyone has (laughs) do you know what i mean exactly it doesn't say much for your career does it whereas like yeah i'd say that's probably more dangerous than when now john jones is he's just wanting to win he needs to keep that going and it's gonna the times are going to create a different type of fighter John Jones feels that he can win in any way, he will do it. He yeah. doesn't need to show off. No, doesn't he doesn't need to do spinning head kicks. Exactly. You know I mean? His legacy yeah. is secure. And as I said, he's only it, building on it now. Now he does occasionally coast because it's as well, it's not even necessarily coasting, it's fighting um not to lose rather than yeah. it is to win. Mm-hmm. So he will do the bare minimum when that is available to him. Um which And he need does he fight so little. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'd imagine those first couple of rounds, you're just getting mm-hmm. back into it. Yeah. And then if you don't finish, if he doesn't want to go for the finish, then that's absolutely fine. If he feels that he's going to win in a certain way and he just keeps doing it, yeah, man. it's just, yeah, I, well, I completely understand. Like, think of what I just said about 2011. Like, four fights, three of them were title fights, all of them were elite fighters. That's four fights in one year. All then. As well, yeah. 2016, you fought once. 2017, you fought once. 2018, you fought once. 2019, you fought twice. And mm-hmm. so far, he's fought once in 2020. Well, yeah, even like even 2014 and 2015, he only fought once. He used to fight once a year until yeah. 2019. Yeah, so it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can see why things are different. Plus, he's been in the UFC for 12 years at this point. Yeah. And the whole time, he's been fighting the best available guy. Always. So to set, as I said, for me, his worst wins are his most recent ones. So the re- the revisionist history about no 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 all the legends he beat, yeah, yeah that's completely the wrong way around. Mm-hmm. The, the guys he was beating then were unbelievable talents that yeah. will probably be Hall of Famers, or you know if they hadn't left the UFC, probably already would be. Um, well, they're all names. They're all names and they're all legit and they're all so many of them are former champions and exactly. just and John Jones looked phenomenal beating them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Cormier, future Hall of Famer. Gustafsson, like at the time, was an absolute beast. As I said, like, like Glover Teixeira is on a four-fight win streak now, so he's still a threat in the division. All these guys that John Jones has beat are the top of the pile. Um, yeah, it's weird that he early in his early career, two thousand eleven and twelve with former champions, he was finishing them. And then when he started fighting people that aren't former champions, we're all decisions. <laughs> Apart well, yeah. from the Gustafsson fight, yeah. Yeah, um, like, as we said, he, he's... Really strange, yeah. It's kind of le- like, I swear the drive has left him a little bit. He's sort of sometimes trolling the fans, certainly mm. trolling his opposition. Uh, yeah. Like 100%. Like, he will drag fights out just to prove a point. Um, and in Diego Santos' case, like, for me... So much of the reason why he he did what he did was because Santos's power was so vaunted. It was so like, you're going to get knocked out, John. 
that John was like, well, then I just won't be near you for you to even hit me. Yeah. Um, it's very similar to what um, Anthony Joshua did against, against um, um, uh, Ruiz. Ruiz. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Just but stay away from him. Yeah. To go back to the original point of if you're going to hold, if you're going to take their records and put a little bracket next to the actual win column and say how many of these are good wins, fucking most of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's not like, a fighter, uh, not a fighter's career that I would choose over his. No. Not his resume is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't realize before we had this chat that that 2011 looked like that. That's got to be the single greatest year of any fighter. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Ever. Well, who was fighter of 2019? It was uh, Masvidal, wasn't it? Who had two fights. <laughs> yeah. And one of them... <laughs> One of them was a five-second knockout against a guy that probably shouldn't have beat Robbie Lawler. And the other one was against Nate Diaz. Yeah. Who we love, but no one's holding up Nate Diaz not, yeah. as an and all-time great. Fighter of the year. Whereas 2011, um, meet Brian Bader, you get a title shot, Shogun Rua, Quentin who's Jackson. Who's an all-time you're... fighter, who one of the <laughs> yeah. great pride fighters of all time, and he murders him. Rampage, yeah, as you said, former champ, murders him. Lota Mashida, oh my God. <laughs> like what the hell but i just it's weird i disagreed with what the people said on twitter before we had this chat and now i'm in disbelief that anyone could argue that his 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 resume is is padded or is overhyped yeah yeah it'd be um, great if they're listening anyone who disagrees with us it'd be great to hear what why and what what you guys got to think about it yeah because I did, I, yeah, I can't see an argument made for the contrary. Do you know what I mean? No. Mm. I just, they're all like, most of these people went on to do good things, went on to threaten in other weight classes or still in this division. As I said, well, they, were, they were all at their peak. And right? they were all at their, yeah, exactly. Mm. When he beat them, they were at or close to their best. This, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what a career. Yeah. What a career and fun chat. I, I, I think I got a, probably a bit overexcited. I certainly uh, <laughs> rambled on. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it's cool, man. Like, said, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, is uh, we haven't had a John Jones discussion for ages just because he does not fight. So it is nice. Um, it would be great to see what he does next. But well, this is it. This is why I think because what we said about those last three fights, especially where he is just not getting up for them anymore. The last time he got excited was Gus, and that was because of how the first fight went. So he went out and he absolutely proved a point. He has no more points to prove in this division. So no, if exactly, he goes yeah. up, I do genuinely think we see that vicious, laser focused John James again. And that's what I want to see. Mm. All I say is. If Daniel Cormier does listen to this podcast, then, <laughs> yeah, then, I, then I apologize that we've turned your previous fight <laughs> review yeah. into a John Jones because you'd be fuming right now. Yeah. I know you would. But yeah, yeah, he, he would. Um, <laughs> he definitely would. <laughs> he was like, my career was right there, guys. You could have ran <laughs> through my whole career. But, but no, John, John James. Uh, but yeah. All right. Anyway. On, on, on that note, guys. I know. What's um? <laughs> but what? What? Before we go, uh, if you've got Google up, mate, what is the next card? Is it where? Obviously, not for this episode, but what's next week? What are we going to be talking about next week? Is there any cards coming up that we're going to want to break down, or is it just got Frankie Edgar's fighting, isn't he? 
Oh, cool, Minus. yeah. It's uh, Pedro Muniz, yeah. Yeah, with OSP on there. Coincidentally. Um, but no, not nothing nothing major. You've got Anthony Smith. But the next card is 253, isn't it? Which is... Um, Adesanya. Is he? Yeah, Adesanya versus Paul Acosta. Which I'm very excited for. Although... The rest of that card is pants. Yeah, when they when it came up on, on UFC when we were watching it the other yeah. night, it's like, surely that's um, subject to change. Like, there's got to be some more fights they've not announced. That's garbage. Yeah, uh, exactly, yeah. So, but, yeah, we've got loads of things to talk about. Okay, um, cool. We'll keep it coming, guys. Don't worry. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't Thanks worry, Daniel Cormier. One day, <laughs> day we will run through your career. Uh, we do love you. You are awesome. Anyway, guys, sorry for the for the huge ramble. We'll uh, we'll catch you next time. Stay steady. Bye. Cheers, man.